Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. Uh, wondering if I should change that name, um, really change some things that we're doing, but um, not sure why I, I said that out loud. I just was thinking about it. Um, it is Friday. What a great day. Um, today is, for me, every Friday at 1 o'clock is golf day. Um, super stoked to go with the boys and hit the links. Um, it's Friday. It's a three-day weekend for those that work for progressive companies that give off uh, Martin Luther King Day, um, which is amazing. And yeah, it's just a great day. Uh, weather's great. E- everything's great. Um, life is great, right? Uh, so here we are again. Yo, what up, TJ? Uh, gonna cons- fourth consecutive day of streaming, uh, which is wild. Um, I never realized that how bad my list was until I actually like listened back to my recordings. Um, kind of crazy uh, <laughs> how I've gone 38 years not realizing how bad it actually is until <laughs> yesterday. So whatever, you guys are going to have to deal with it. Uh, cool. So some big news in, in Texans world. Um, as yesterday, the Houston Texans invited the local media to NRG to get a sneak peek into where they're at with their new designs on their Texans, you know, on the new Texans uniforms. Um, I I gave you guys uh, all the information two weeks ago on, on, on Twitter that this was a 2024 reveal. Um, It's funny now how the media is actually releasing all that information. Um, But this, this is a long process. It's going to take some time. Um, I, I, I don't know what to think about what the media is saying about the uniforms because I, I believe that the Texans wanted them to come look and then come back out and on their platforms, uh, really promote it, talk great about it and, um, and, and push that this is happening. So, um, I, I would assume that these are going to be great though. And the main reason is they're working specifically with Nike, um, on this design, which is you know, if you're going to work with anybody on branding, you're going to work with anybody on, on color schemes. Uh, I don't know if there's a better company to work with than Nike. Obviously, I am a sneakerhead, so um, maybe I'm a little biased, but, you know, it's it's pretty awesome to see that they're working specifically with a Nike designer on coming up with the new color schemes for the 2024 Houston Texans uh, uniforms. So, uh, let's, it's going to be exciting to see what they are. Uh, I don't expect the, the baby blue Oilers, uh, theme. I, there might be some hints of it. Um, maybe it'll be that blue, that, that light blue and that red with the H, uh, maybe that'll be the color scheme. Maybe that H will be the lettering. Um, it's, it really seemed to get people going considering the fact that like where we were in the season, uh, not a ton of like reasons to be optimistic or uh, happy to be a Texans fan, but that was one of the things they did do this year that uh, people really bought into and, and were huge, huge fans of. Um, so pretty cool to see what's going on with the, uh, with the jerseys. I'm so glad that, um, that they're doing something like this. There was a statement put out or somebody took it. it might, I can't think it was Mark Berman who put it out that, um, the, the, the Texans organization is really into this new phase of Cal McNair um, and that they're really looking to take what was there and, and evolve it into something else and, and really be like this new 
Houston Texans. Like, right? Like, that, that, it looks like that's the goal. The whole goal is now is forget the past. Yeah, we made mistakes. You know, you even heard Nick mention some of the, you know, not specific mistakes, but kind of what the situation was when he got here um, and what the organization has been through over the last three years. And now Cal is doing, actually, Hannah is doing everything in her power to really rebrand and move forward. Kind of dope. Um, kind of dope. These are things that, you know, have needed to be done for, for quite a while. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to see, see how these things look because look, I, you know, red, white, and blue is cool. Um, I don't, you know, that's not really like my stick, um, but it's very Texas. I really hope they go in a whole nother direction. I've said from the beginning, I really hope this is an aggressive uh, evolution of the Houston Texans. I'd be open to a name change. Um, even though I've heard that there's, you know, that's likely not going to happen. It should, but it likely won't. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is exciting. You know, it, it's funny to think that the most exciting thing over the last three years for the Houston Texans is a uniform change in colors. Like really puts things into perspective with where this team has been over the last three years and what we've been through as fans to like, think that a uniform change, a color change, you know, schemes, things of that nature, uh, you know, maybe a revamp logo. I don't see that, but possibly um, that is enough to excite us. <laughs> like as if we haven't been through enough, you know, franchise quarterback quits, sexual allegations like crazy, um, you know, Bill O'Brien takes the whole organization to the woodshed. Nick Casario takes over and has nothing to do, like nothing that to help him rebuild. Um, Jack Easterby, the meddling preacher, two head coaches. In, like, there's just so many things that have happened. Um, it's honestly a book. It's a movie. I really hope that there's a 30 for 30 and, and like the best way for this 30 for 30 to end is with, you know, the Texans getting it right and, and winning a Super Bowl be, be the cherry on top for sure. Um, but just wild to think about how exciting people, how excited people are for a, um, a uniform change. Um, Jonathan Bean, what do you think they should change the name to? Honestly, I love the Houston Apollos. Um, you have the Rockets, you have the Astros. I know that's kind of like a cop out uh, because that's like, seems to be the most, you know, mention new name. Um, Texans just don't move the needle, right? Like if you think of a marketing perspective, if you think about it globally or, or you think about it, let's just think about it nationally. You know, if you're in, if you're in New York and, you know, it, I don't know, it's just weird, right? Like you're, you're not, there's not a lot you can do with that from a marketing perspective. Um, and I would assume that marketing team uh, has an idea of what that, you know, that that's true. Like there's limitations for them from a marketing perspective because they are the Houston Texans. Like hopefully, I, I don't believe they will, but hopefully um, they have that conversation. Um, Houston Apollos would be awesome. Um, so many different things they can do. NASA themed jer jerseys would go crazy. They really would, right? Like the Space City jerseys for for the Rockets. I'm a fan. Um, you know, what the Astros have done over the last couple of years from a Jersey perspective, like th there's just, there's a lot of opportunity and it'd just be, it'd be dope to, to really kind of bring those three organizations together um, and have like some sort of thing. So we'll see. I doubt it. 
no reason to believe that that would be the case or that that would happen. But um, hey, look, at the end of the day, they're doing they're doing something new. They're doing something that they you know haven't done in the past, and uh, I I applaud it. You know, this is one of those situations where Hannah, you know, Hannah is doing the right thing. Um, and honestly, you know, the other day I was talking about Hannah and and where things are at and and how she's taking over. You know, the truth of the matter is, you know, Hannah could get things right. Um, you know, she she could have laid into Nick and really set, you know, uh, set a fire inside him to, to figure this out. Um, and, you know, if they do hire the right coach, you know, hopefully she just listens to what Nick wants to do with the head coach. Um, if it really is this group collaboration that, that Nick is talking about. Um, let's hope that that's true, that it is a group collaboration and it's a group decision and everybody kind of has some input. Um, and that Nick's opinion is, is, is taken into consideration a little bit more than others. Um, so, you know, if I said, is the hire, the screw, the hire, the hiring process screwed up already? I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe I was a bit exaggerative. Um, you know, it was kind of shocking to hear about some of those things and Paul Gallant on his show on, uh, 97.5, uh, ESPN, uh, referenced Hannah, um, and, and ha- what happened, uh, at the press conference, I guess, uh, Nick was asked a question. Hannah uh, turned around and said, I can answer that. Nick went ahead and answered it. Um, and Hannah goes, that's exactly what I was going to say. So there's definitely more involvement. There's definitely more things happening with Hannah. Um, but you know what? The the fact that she did cold shoulder Deshaun Watson, you know, she gets a, she gets a plus for me so far. Um, We'll see how things go. I just don't. I am not a big fan of a meddling owner. I just don't think it it, it creates controversy internally. That's not going to lead to the path that we all want to be on. But um, got to give her the opportunity first to show that she's doing things right or wrong before we can judge her. Um, Chuang Fung, D'Amico Ryan's interview yet? No, not yet. Um, what's up, buddy? Uh, Joseph, I wouldn't be down. I wouldn't be down for a name change. Uniforms, yes, just not the name. Um, yeah, it's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, I just think the Houston Texans is just kind of like, I don't know, really ain't moving the needle for me. Um, Russell Red, bro, who do you feel gets the most blame for the Texans' downfall? Don't really hear Bill O'Brien's name a lot. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of a tricky question because – if Cal would have fired Bill O'Brien after the Chiefs game in the uh, divisional round, you know, we, we wouldn't be in this situation. You know, we, you were up 24 nothing, and you, you, you got destroyed. You, you scored seven points in the remaining three quarters. Defense didn't do anything. Uh, offense scored one touchdown in three quarters. Um, you know, so I think Cal's got to kind of take that one on the chin. Um, you know, because had we had started then, you know, who knows, right? Like, who knows? There's there's so many hypotheticals. Who knows if Deshaun would have wanted to be traded? Who knows, you know, if DeAndre would have been traded for a second-round pick? Who knows how far Jack Easterby would have gone, you know, within the organization? Who Like, there's just so many moving pieces. But at the end of the day, Cal is the one that makes the decision. So not firing Bill O'Brien after the Chiefs game is forever going to be the – the the one thing that could have impacted this franchise in a positive way over the last three and a half years or however long it's been since that game. Um, and he chose not to, right? He, he chose to double down and give him even more power. I don't think it, you know, 
So Bill O'Brien, yes, for the decisions he made, for sure, played a part. Um, but Cal allowed that. And ultimately, it, it's, it stops with the owner and starts with the owner. And the owner allowed for Bill O'Brien to be where he was to make those decisions. That's on Cal. Um, so that's the way I look at it. Um, all right. Uh, Houston Texans also have requested uh, an interview with Thomas Brown of the Los Angeles Rams. Thomas Brown is the assistant head coach for the Rams, um, reporting to Sean McVay, obviously. Uh, was the running backs coach there, um, was a player in uh, – so he's assistant coach and tight ends coach now. Um, he was a, a player in the NFL, uh, was drafted in the sixth round in Atlanta, rookie year. Something happened with his collar. Uh, like he got um, horse collared, um, and he was injured and never got to play again. Um, kind of hopped around, been at Georgia, um, been at a couple co- different colleges, came to Los Angeles in 2019. Um, you know, Tom Pelissero uh, tweeted out yesterday a video of um, Thomas Brown in an interview he did with him a couple months ago. Um, hard not to like that guy. Uh, extremely hard not to like that guy. Um, everybody talks about D'Amico. Um, this guy seems just as rah-rah. Um, dude is built like LeBron James, just shorter, um, but bulky. Um, extreme, seems to be extremely passionate about football. Um, would be an interesting name, something to watch. Uh, I, I'm not sure where things stand. Um, obviously not being on Twitter and not talking to certain people. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of put me in a position where I, I don't really have any, any, any information on anything at this point, but, um, I guess I could send a couple texts, but I'm trying to stay out of that. But, um, so we'll see. It's so early in the process, right? Like Jonathan Gannon, I think, interviews uh, t- today or tomorrow. Uh, I know Shane Steichen uh, interviews today. Ben Johnson was in yesterday. He had his interview with the Houston Texans. Um, so it's going to be a fluid process. It's going to take some time. Um, and, you know, they're, 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 it's, we won't know for the next two to three weeks, in my opinion, unless somebody just hits it out of the park. Like Ben Johnson is their guy. Uh, he should go get him. And, um, and just make it happen. He's not in the playoffs, so he he can hire uh, Ben Johnson pretty soon. Um, there's no reason to wait for anything. But um, yeah, that's really about it. Um, nothing else is going on. Uh, it's playoff weekend. I don't know if you guys know or not, but uh, Andre Johnson op- is opening a bar in on Washington. Um, if you guys go on Instagram and follow Andre Johnson, you'll see that there's a uh, a promo. If you want to go have uh, Go to the to the bar this weekend and watch the wildcard games. Uh, you DM the bar and uh, you can have a private party. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I you know nothing else really going on. It's going to be a good weekend of football. Um, Jags Chargers. That's going to be an interesting game. Let's see what happens with the Jags. Let's see if they really got things right. Obviously, it's only year one, so there's still some opportunities for things to change. But um, well, it'd be the most Texans thing if we hired Pep is. I've not seen that anywhere. I haven't even heard anything like that. It'd be impossible for that to happen, given what we just saw from that offense. If you hire Pep as the head coach and you're getting these new uniforms and all these other things, dude, you're you're just wasting money at that point. I hope to God that doesn't happen. Uh, TJ, Thomas kind of random one to me, but looking into it, uh, I like the research the team's doing. Still Ben Johnson, then D'Amico, then Shane. Yeah, um, I think those, you know, I'm not, the D'Amico thing for me, um, I, 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 like I said, 
I've said it on Twitter, I'm not a big, I'm not an emotional hiring guy. So when it comes to D'Amico, I get the story, I get the dialogue, I get everything that comes along with D'Amico coming back to Houston and, you know, the lawsuit and now he's over it and we're, we're working together and, you know, that, that shit really doesn't move me. At the end of the day, I just don't really give a shit who it is. I, I don't. I, I just want a winning franchise. That's it. Win football games. Be competent. Be innovative. Do things that you've never done before. Be un- be comfortable being uncomfortable. Those are the types. That's the type of shit I'm looking for them to do. So, if that's Demico Ryan's great. Um, I want offense more than I want defense. Um, and there's just something like I think Demico probably is a great coach. Um, you know, he was a captain for a long time. Arian Foster talks a lot. Talked a lot about him uh, the other day on a podcast. You know, D'Amico definitely has the resume so far to 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 be in the spot. I just I don't know if that's the right guy. Um, it's also just it's really hard because we we look at Robert Sala and we're like, oh man, look at the success he's had in New York. Um, you know, and I was one of those people that was you know, there's so much talent on San Francisco's defense. You know, are we sure that this guy can you know be a head coach and really win? And you know, that was the biggest you know reservation I had about Sala. And it looks like it's working, right? If they had a quarterback, they would have been in the playoffs this year. Um, but it's the same situation with D'Amico. You know, been in D.C. for two years, and his his foot, like his his defense has so much talent at every level. I mean, every level there is talent on that defense. Um, and that just, you know, brings the question, like, if he's not going to have that talent here. And, you know, I get it. And he's not going to probably be the defensive coordinator, so it really doesn't matter. But... I, I just don't know if that's going to like translate to a head coach. And that that's my only reservation. D'Amico was my favorite linebacker um, as he is. I'm sure for a lot of people, I just, I don't get into the emotional side of things where it comes to like, this is going to be a great story. We're going to be able to, you know, that stuff really doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. I, I really just want this to turn into wins. That's all that matters. Um, so yeah, trying to think of anything else. Uh, not much. There's, there's nothing else new that's, that's going on. There's been no other candidates. Like I said, Shane Steichen is going to be in for an interview today. Ben Johnson uh, completed his first interview yesterday. Uh, hopefully we'll hear, uh, some news about a potential second interview, uh, with Ben Johnson, uh, sometime this week. Outside of that, there's nothing else unless you guys have questions. Uh, I'm going to let you guys get to your day and I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you guys Monday morning. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. So make sure you guys like, subscribe, uh, YouTube. These these videos are going to come daily. There's we're going to start doing a lot of things different. There's going to be you know uh, editing and clips, and I'm going to have a whole new setup that's very fitting for what we're trying to do. Um, and you know we're really going to push this thing forward. So um, make sure you guys tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about uh, Texans Unfiltered YouTube. You guys can find us. I've been put, I, I put up the pod yesterday for yesterday's uh, episode. I'll do the same thing today. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Tell a friend. Hit the, hit the Texans Unfiltered Discord, which I'm back in. By the way, I haven't been in that Discord in like two years. I forgot that there are so many people in that Discord. Um, so great thing there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. I'll eventually be back most likely. Um, but the, right now is just not a good time. Um and you can follow us on Facebook, hit the likes button, follow us on Instagram at Houston FB pod. Um, yeah. And outside of that, 
That's going to be a wrap. Uh, I'm Young Ari Gold, signing off for Texans Unfiltered. We'll catch you guys Monday morning.